I've just about had enough of you. What is a Christmas? Oh, Santa Claus! I wish you the very best of everything. It is an occasion for great joy and peace on the planet Earth. If we hurry, we can get back in time for Christmas Eve. Hello and welcome to an Advent edition of 50 Years of Shit Robots with Matt Brown. Hello! And Stephen Murray. Hello. (laughs) So we're drawing ever closer to the conclusion of our Advent specials, which will be, let's never do this again. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have to say, I think I've really enjoyed these. It's been nice to step outside of our 50 years and sort of like be able to delve sort of deeply on very specific aspects of robotery, which has been lovely. I've enjoyed them. Shall we open up today's door? (gasps) Oh no, it's a, it's a dead bee inside. (laughs) (laughs) What greater symbol of the decline of civilization. And a poor dead bee. We've actually, uh, I've noticed. Do you, have you never noticed dead bees around your your way? If if I see if I see a little bee in any form of distress, I will try and give it some water. I have revived a couple of little bees before. That's nice. So, question: Why why are bees important, Stephen Murray? Pollinators. They are great the pollinators. pollinators. They're the best kind of pollinators. They're not the only ones, though. No. Hover, hoverflies pollinate. Absolutely. And obviously you've got your moths and your butterflies. Yes. Uh, pollen beetles pollinate, obviously, hence the name. Yep. Um, if you look in any large flower uh, in, in summer, you'll see tiny little proliferation of beetles inside, and they go from, from flower to flower. So, yeah, but, but the greatest pollinators are bees, because and they are the symbol of hard work. Absolutely, and also the symbol of Manchester. Manchester. I was just going to say, there's bees all over Manchester. Yeah, symbol. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so so broadly speaking, they're they're important because they pollinate wild trees and wildflowers, and those yeah. then in turn support other insects, and those insects support other other mammals and birds. So the sort of the whole food chain is dependent on bees, but also as you say, they they pollinate crops as well. There's an estimated one third of all the, all the food we consume is pollination dependent. It is, and one of the bad things that we do is we move hives around. They oh, do this really? a lot in America. They'll yeah. move a, a whole lorry load of bees to the almond um, harvesting places. Right. Yeah. In uh, California. And, yeah, and what that does is it proliferates the bee mite. Oh, right. Which is one of the things that's decimating bee colonies. Yes. Bees have been in decline for a, a f- quite a few years now, haven't they? Um, and if yes. anyone wants to, f- to tr- you know, understand the true horror of what may happen to Earth if bees, you know, go extinct, then you just have to watch uh, Bee Movie, the uh, Seinfeld, Seinfeld-voiced animation, which deal with that subject. You know, I'm sure this is very disconcerting. Yeah. I mean, this is a bit of a surprise to me. I mean... You're a bee. Yeah. Yeah. I am a bee. Can I uh get you something? Coffee? Well, uh, I don't want to put you out oh, unless you're no making anyway. Oh, it takes two minutes. Really? It's just coffee. I hate to impose. Don't be ridiculous. Actually, I would love a cup. We are going to talk about robot bees 
because there's um, there's sort of almost like it feels like it's a bit of an arms race in America. There's quite a few different universities who are working on this problem of declining bee populations. And one of the things that they are doing is creating robot bees and robot pollinators. So there's a guy um, who is in charge of a team who are actually trying to make mint. They're like mini drones, which will go and target flowers and do the job of pollinating, replicating sort of the movement of bees. And they've even got a, 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 a colony where, which um, is like a, a, a mother drone, which flies to a tree, hangs it hangs in a branch, and then the little mini drones then fly off from from there and and sort of pollinate you know a local area, because as you might well imagine, Stephen Murray, I can see you're about to say it anyway. The battery life is not very large, no. not very big on these things. There's a battery life of about seven minutes. Oh, well, they need to be solar powered. If we can get parking meters to work on them, we can get bees to work on them. Yeah. So there's another there's another group of people in America who are then um, working on robot pollinators, which would basically, if you imagine like huge, vast warehouse style polytunnels with crops growing, and then these these robot pollinators kind of like trundle up and down alongside the plant and pollinate using puffs of air, and also can monitor the plants and so can provide other data. And the video I've seen, then, so these these two American sort of academics were chatting really, you know, animatedly about the technology that they're developing and the future, and and then up pops this British scientist <laughs> who just says, "Surely it would be less expensive and easier if we could just look after the current bee population." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the obvious. Yeah, which I thought, oh yeah, that is that is a much better solution, isn't it? But I think all of these schemes are looking to work in tandem with, you know, yeah, helping yeah. the bee population as well. But there's another another sort of robot bee that I discovered as well, which is a little, tiny little robot bee that goes into a hive and can assist the queen. The job is to assist the queen and it's um, to groom the queen and do, do jobs that some of the, the queen's drones would do. But um, and it can also then provide information and data on the the health of the colony and the health of the queen and that sort of thing. Wow! I know. I thought That's that was a really weird. One, yeah, it is, isn't it? So I thought robots interacting with the animal kingdom. I thought was really interesting. We've seen some uh, robot sharks on Blue Planet, haven't we? Yes, we have. You're right. And, uh, but there's yeah. also this thing called the snot bot. <laughs> <laughs> Does it do what it says on the tin? It does what it says on the tin, but it does it for whales, cetaceans, for oh, whales right. and dolphins. When the whale or the or the dolphin breaks the water, it'll blow out of its blowhole and the drone collects the snot from there. And it it's used to find out the health of not just the individual whale, but the pod. Because it's funny, isn't it, how you sort of think that in so much of the films that we've watched and so much of the sort of collective imagination, robots indicate annihilation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yet, now they're helping us. Yeah, and yet they're, 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 they're helping us loads, aren't they, in ways yeah. that everybody would just go, oh, that's good. That's a good thing. There's a sloth bot as well. <laughs> what does that do? Uh, it, it it's all set up in the co in the colony of sloths and it hangs upside down it's got a real cute face and it just moves about really slowly and films them and and checks on the health of the of the i don't oh, know what the, 
What's the collective noun for sloths? A nap of a nap sloths. Of sloths. <laughs> Let me have a look and see. A dormitory of sloths. So there is no recognised collective noun. I think noun. you'll find I have created one. Well, the, the ones that have been created, I like yours. What was yours? A nap? A dormitory of sloths. Oh, a dormitory of sloths. Or a nap. Yeah. The, what, the other ones that have been created are a bed of sloths, a okay. slumber of sloths, and a snuggle of sloths. I like slumber. Yes, I prefer those to yours. Oh. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, there's going to be videos in today's show notes uh, if you want to have a look at them, particularly the ones on the creating the, the drone bees. It's really fascinating. So have a little watch of that if you fancy, if you've got five minutes a little bit later, and then impress your friends and family at Christmas with your knowledge of robots. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mention snobbots at the dinner table. <laughs> no, best not to. Right, uh, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, take care. Goodbye. Goodbye. All of this happens because the world is waiting. Waiting for one child.